Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Strictly Stocks, a podcast by The Market Minute. This is the only podcast that strictly gives you in-depth stock analysis and nothing else. I'm your host, Logan Calhoun, and today I'll be talking about the diversified consumer company, Spectrum Brand Holdings, trading under the ticker SPB and how they could be a good investment right now. Today's episode is a special situations play regarding the restructuring of Spectrum Brand Holdings, but we'll get into that in a second. Before we get into our thesis, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Our thesis for Spectrum Brand Holdings uh, revolves around the current restructuring. Um, so they're currently in the process of selling their hardware and home improvement segment for $4.3 billion in cash. This cash is going to allow them to aggressively deleverage and then use the remainder of the cash to fund future growth or use them for share buyback programs or for dividends. Um, in addition, this sale will allow management to focus on the remaining business segments for better op- operational results. Um, and as of right now, the market doesn't appear to appreciate the potential of SPB following the sale, as we see a 90% upside for SPB shares. So before I get into the details of the sale of the hardware and home improvement segment, I just want to talk about each of the four different segments that Spectrum operates. So first off, they have the hardware and home improvement segment, and this is the segment that they're going to be selling for $4.3 billion in cash. Um, So they have security brands, plumbing brands, and hardware brands. Um, Some of them include National Hardware, Tell Manufacturing, Baldwin, Quickset. Um, Then they also have their home and personal care segment. So this is stuff like home appliances and personal care. It includes brands like Black & Decker, Russell Hobbs, George Foreman, Remington, Luma Bella. Um, Another one of the segments they have is their global pet care segment. Um, this is this includes brands like Nature's Miracle, Wild Harvest, Instant Ocean. And then lastly, they have their home and garden segment, which includes households, um, controls, and repellents. So different things for home and garden. Um, and then previously, they also had a global battery and lighting segment, but they sold that to Energizer in early 2019 for $2 billion. Um, and in addition, they also sold their auto care segment to Energizer also in early 2019. Um, for $930 million. As you can tell, um, Spectrum operates a lot of different segments, which means they're probably not taking great care of each individual segment. That's why when they are to sell the hardware and home improvement, and they're also uh, pursuing a potential sale of their home and personal care, they're looking to become a pure play um, global pet and home and garden um, company. So rather than having all of these different segments that they're operating, they just want to focus on those two segments. Um, and not only is that going to create better operational efficiencies, uh, management is going to be able to focus more on those um, segments, but it's also going to unlock the value of them because right now, um, and we're going to do a sum of parts analysis later, and I'm going to go into that very detailed, but the market is not recognizing the value of each individual segment. Um, and, and with that in mind, I wanted to start talking about the sale of their hardware and home improvement segment. So Spectrum is selling their hardware and home improvement segment, also known as HHI, to the Swedish conglomerate Asa Abloy. Um, and they sold it at a very, very good valuation at over 14 times EBITDA, um, which implies roughly $320 million in EBITDA for 2021. Um, and the deal is expected to close by June 2023. However, it is facing some scrutiny by the U.S. government, but we're going to talk about that later. Um, for now, so some of the numbers of the deal. So they the segment was valued at $4.3 billion. 
However, Spectrum is going to have a lot of cost related to closing the transaction. So by the end of the transaction, they're expecting to have $3.5 billion in net proceeds. So this is all of the cash that they're going to have after they pay all the costs for the restructuring. Um, and with that, they want to pay off their long-term debt. So currently they have long-term debt of $3.28 billion, and that is a lot of debt. Um, and with and that's, that's one of the reasons why the market is sort of ignoring Spectrum is because they are so burdened with debt, they don't appear like attractive investment. However, they have $3.5 billion of cash coming in. So management wants to bring their gross leverage down to a target of a 2.5x EBITDA. Um, so with $3.28 billion of debt and $287 million of EBITDA expected for 2022, um, to hit their target of 2.5x gross leverage, they need to bring their debt down to $720 million. Um, meaning they're going to have to use $2.6 billion of the debt for, uh, from the $3.5 billion of cash they're getting from the deal. They need to use $2.6 billion to deleverage. So after this transaction, not only are they going to be deleveraged only 2.56 times uh, EBITDA, they're also going to have $900 million left over to either reinvest in their remaining businesses or give back to shareholders. So now what? They're selling part of their business. They're getting some cash. Who cares? Well, it appears that right now the market is significantly undervaluing the other parts of their business. Um, so for some of you, I'm, this might be a little too basic here, but I'm going to start from the bottom just so everyone understands what's happening here. So when valuing businesses, um, how you calculate enterprise value, enterprise value is used because it's really summative of the actual value of the business. So what you do is you take the market cap, which is going to be your shares outstanding times the share price. So this is the value of the stock. Then you're gonna add the debt and take away the cash. And that's gonna be your enterprise value. And this is what is used to actually value companies um, more often than just market cap because market cap does not include um, the debt. So as of right now, um, ignoring the the sale of, of HHI, but including their EBITDA. So let's just assume that HHI is going to be included in um, part of the business. Right now, with a market cap of $1.9 billion, debt of $3.28 billion, and cash of $245 million, we're looking at an enterprise value of $4.9 billion, and uh, with EBITDA of $550 million, which includes the EBITDA from HHI, we have an enterprise value to EBITDA ratio or multiple of 8.97, so roughly a 9, 9x EBITDA um, if we if we keep the debt, don't take the cash, and don't sell the business. However, now if we look at a situation where we do sell the business, um, same market cap of 1.9 billion, um, the debt is now down to 720 million. Um, like management said, 2.5x gross leverage. So they're gonna quickly pay down debt to 720 million. And then between the cash they have right now and excess cash after paying down debt. They're going to have $1.15 billion in cash. So that's an enterprise value of $1.4 billion. And with EBITDA, now if we take away EBITDA from the HHI, um, and just real quick, EBITDA is earnings before interest taxes, depreciation, amortization. So this is just um, earnings. Um, they're going to have EBITDA of 287 So now they're going to have an enterprise value to EBITDA ratio of 5.14. So that shows you through this sale, 
um, getting all of that cash and paying off their debt, they're going to be trading at an extremely low multiple just by deleveraging and taking in $3.4 billion of cash. Another thing to take into account, um, sorry, $4.3 billion. I think I said 3.4, $4.3 billion worth of cash. Right now, the enterprise value of this business, the value of this entire conglomerate is $4.9 billion. And they just sold their HH&I, their hardware, um, home hardware improvement segment for $4.3 billion. That means the market is saying that their home and garden, their pet, and their consumer segments are all only worth $600 million. And now um, we're gonna go look into the model. What we have done is we have valued each individual segment, um, and we're gonna show that, in fact, these three segments are worth a lot more than $600 million. So for everyone who doesn't like financial models, I'm sorry, but that's where we're gonna spend a lot of time right here. So the model that we did is going to be a sum of parts. So essentially what we do is we are going to take each individual business segment and we are going to value it independently. We're going to add um, them all together. Then we are going to, um, like I talked about earlier, we're gonna add the debt and subtract the cash. And then from there, we're going to find the total value of the business. So starting with Home and Garden, um, they had been growing fairly well. Um, we projected about 2 to 4% growth for the future, pretty low. Um, they actually have pretty strong margins, somewhere between 15 and 20%. Um, we did CapEx of 3%, and we did a discount rate of 10%. Got the cash flows, um, used an exit multiple of 6, so an EV to EBITDA of 6, given that they are um, not one of the faster-growing segments. And for that individual home and garden segment, we came up with a value of $850 million. Keep in mind, right now the market is saying that all three of these segments are only worth $600 million, And we valued this one particular segment at $850 million. Um, moving on to their pet segment. Um, this is really their, their gem. Um, there's, they're growing pretty quickly uh, at a compound annual growth rate of around 9%. Um, we put future revenue growth at 7%, but there's just a general trend right now within the industry. People are spending more money on pets, um, and it's a pretty fast-growing industry. So this is something that's also overlooked. Um, and also with a discount rate of 10%, CapEx of 3% of revenues. Um, we use an exit multiple of 8, given that they are growing um, a little bit faster. And we actually believe that that may be um, a little bit conservative, Um but they actually have a competitor, Central Garden, a pet company, who's trading at next 12 months EBITDA of 8.7. Um, so that makes us believe that an 8 um, EV to EBITDA is very reasonable. Lastly, looking at the consumer segment that they have, um, this is one of the smaller ones. Um, it's a very new one. They just started reporting on this segment in 2019. Uh, we projected 4% growth rate just to be conservative conservative because we don't have a lot of information on them. 10% discount rate. 3% um, CapEx of revenues, exit multiple of six, because once again, they're growing a little bit slower. And we came up with an enterprise value of 639 million. So we have all three of these distinct segments. And when you add them all up together, uh, we found that they're worth about $3.1 billion. Now, we're gonna, for this part, we're going to assume that that transaction of HHI has gone through We've gotten the, the $3.5 billion of excess of excess cash from the transaction. 
um, and that we have now $3.281 billion in debt and $3.7 billion in cash, which is net debt of negative $466 million. Um, so then that brings us to our equity value. This is the value that um, is to shareholders, um, and we have $3.6 billion. So through our sum of parts, we, we came up with a $3.6 billion valuation. Um, you then divide that by the shares outstanding, and we got a share price of $88.35. Right now, Spectrum Brands, um, at the moment I'm recording this, is trading at $45.96. Um, so that's an implied upside of 92%. Now, our estimate of estimate of $88 may look a little bit high to you well, with a 92% upside, but if we take a look at analyst estimates, um, so seven different, we're looking at seven different analyst estimates, uh, the low is $68 and the high is actually $110, with the median being $95. So with our estimate being at $88, we're actually a little bit below um, analyst median, um, but also keep in mind, analysts aren't always super smart, so take that um, analyst estimates with a grain of salt. Um, and before I get into the different risk of the investment, there are a couple last things I want to reiterate. I don't think I really quite talked about them at the beginning. Um, and one of them is going to be the sale of the HHI segment. Um, so hardware and home improvement is going to help them have their earnings be less volatile. So as of right now... Um, if you the hardware and home improvement, so like Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, that's the industry. They're going to be very correlated to the housing market. Um, and if you've been paying attention, the housing market does not look great right now. Um, so management actually did a really good job here selling it where they could get a really high valuation. Um, and they could also, now that they're going to be more focused on consumer products, pet and home and garden, they should be a little bit less volatile and less sensitive to a potential recession. Um, in addition, uh, they are also looking to sell their consumer segment. So as of right now, they haven't yet spun it off or started um, a transaction, but they have essentially carved it out, meaning that they have prepared it for either a spinoff or a sale, um, and that they are like internally separated and that they are pursuing um, a sale of their consumer segment. I mean, what this will do is it's going to leave them with their home and garden and pet segment, and it's going to allow them to really focus on just those two segments. So rather than running around with their chick, like uh, running around like chickens with their heads cut off, they're going to actually be focused on these two main segments, and it's going to allow them to improve operational efficiencies um, and really show investors that they're just really focused on growing these two segments rather than trying to do a little bit of everything. Um, and in the past, if you look at previous, you know, just corporate restructurings, um, the parent company usually does very, uh, very well afterwards as they're able to focus on their core business. And now to finish off our thesis with risks. Um, so the biggest risk is going to be the Department of Justice has recently announced that they are suing on the, on the basis of antitrust to stop the um, sale of their hardware and home improvement division. Um, however, both companies have, uh, they strongly disagree with the DOJ um, and are, are working in court, both of them very uh, hard to try and oppose the DOJ. Um, however, while this is a big risk, um, we'll just have to keep on the lookout uh, as it progresses. 
both companies are confident that they will get it through. And it's also important to note that even if it does fail, Spectrum will be able to sell it to someone else. They will continue to try and sell the business. Um, it may not be as high of a valuation, but nonetheless, their, the management's decision to sell HHI and their consumer division, that's going to stay the same. They're going to continue to try and sell the business segments um, to help unlock the value of each individual segment. Even if it didn't sell for $4.3 billion and they were you know, were trading at, they were able to sell it at 10x EBITDA, there would still be a lot of value. Uh, they would still be undervalued and there'd be a lot of unnoticed value in these other business segments um, that are not being noticed by the market. So while that is a big risk, um, definitely something to keep in mind and to look out to into the future, but both companies are still very confident that the deal will go through. So now that we finished our risk, that is basically going to sum up the episode. I really hope you guys uh, enjoyed this one, talking about some special situations investing. Um, corporate restructuring can be really interesting, uh, be very lucrative investments. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you did, make sure to leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, if you want to request a company for an episode or just want to contact us, you can reach us on Instagram at the underscore market underscore minute. Um, also, make sure to visit our website, www.themarketminute.co, to subscribe to our free newsletter. Once again, I'm your host, Logan Calhoun. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, happy investing.